Hey all, thanks for coming back to Orb Magic. My name is Dr. Christina Rawls, and I am thrilled about my guest today. I won't tell you who they are yet, but first, I wanted to just do a few minutes of introduction. I haven't talked much about the orb phenomena on the podcast, which I find a little interesting and weird. <laughs> um, sometimes it'll come up, and I've co- of course talked about the ebooks that I've now published in the past two years on the orb spirit phenomena. And in my first publication, and I highly recommend the ebooks, they're very cheap, affordable, and they have great pictures and a little bit of my story and also some science. Um, the first two are called The Technological Age and the Orb Phenomena, and then May the Orbs Be With You. And the third one is on Transfiguration and Transfiguration Photography, another form of spirit photography, and it's called Transfiguration for a Postmodern Age. A little more science in that one, but the pictures I think you will really appreciate. One of my spirit team, Red Cloud, transfigures over my face in that book and there's a series of photos that I think uh, anyone who looks at them will appreciate especially if you don't know what transfiguration is which is where the spirit shows themselves over your face and uses your energy to do it and it doesn't look like you at the end of the photo on average it looks like another person but from the spirit world so today I was learning all about the difference between uh, the astral plane and the etheral plane and the etheric plane. And I was learning that the spirit world does not come through, I hope I get this right, the etheral plane, but they do come from the astral plane and many other dimensions. But the orb phenomena has been with me since 2007 when my mother felt the urge to take a photograph in her living room while her nie- my niece and nephew, her grandchildren, were laying on the floor. They were around five and six, maybe six and seven. And they were laying on the floor watching some cartoons. And she just felt happy. And she also suddenly felt the need to take a picture. And she didn't have her camera nearby. And they weren't doing anything particularly unusual. Um, so she remembered she told me she remembered feeling like why did I get that sudden urge very strange she took the picture and in the recliner chair black leather recliner chair behind the kids where some of their toys and blankets were even on the recliner was a spirit and that spirit in the photograph and this was just 2007 not that long ago actually in my book but still at a time when we weren't using digital cameras as often and smartphones as we are now. So she would take a regular film camera um, and she took it to get developed and she got the picture back in, you know, when she picked them up, I think at CVS or something. And there in the recliner was a spirit and you could see the face detailed and the neck and the shoulders and the upper body and it was behind the kids blankets and that's all you could see but there was a bright light orb around the head perfect circular orb around the head and when you looked at the details of that spirit photo you could see my grandfather's face smiling her father and part of his mother's face my babchia my bachi his mother, his my great-grandma, who I grew up with when I was a little kid. And you could see the two of them in there, especially him smiling. And that was when I was a PhD student in philosophy, and I did not know what to do with that photo. I knew the spirit world was real. I've been uh, tapping in with my psi abilities my whole life, you know, and using my different abilities in different ways, trying to get the philosophers to pay attention and failing or just doing it badly made so many mistakes but I was looking at that photo it was around 2007 2008 I can't remember the exact date and there it was my grandfather spirit in spirit with a bright orb perfect circle around his head and I remember thinking I can see his shoulders I can see his body etheral body 
but why is the orb only around the head? And then, you know, I started taking pictures and getting orbs in my photos here or there in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And I just, you know, I couldn't deal with it or dress it fully at the time. And life goes on. But over time now, since then, especially in 2011, I have come to discover that the orbs, spirit, our spirits are from the spiritual world. They are perfectly circular because they are symbolizing eternity and our souls are eternal. And I'll read you some definitions from credible sources. They are not backspatter. They are not dust particles. They are not water or malfunctioning digital cameras. They are not reflection or refraction or sunspots. And you do have to be able to tell the difference because they look very similar. If you have a lot of dust in your room and you're taking a video, it's very hard to tell the difference between the dust and the orbs, with the exception that sometimes the orbs are bright, bright, bright light. They fly around the room and leave light traces. They're different colors. They have different shapes. They have faces inside of deceased loved ones. Uh, as has been proven by Orb Medium's Virginia Hummel in her work and books, interviewed also by Suzanne Giesman and Orb Medium Nancy Myers, who I had the honor of talking with once a few years ago. And you can see their Orb books are incredible. There's also Dr. Klaus Heinemann, experimental physicist who once worked for NASA, and his research partners, his wife, Gundi Heidemann, and the former president of a university in Europe, uh, I forget the university at the moment, but Mikael Ludwith, who have now amassed over 100,000 photos of orbs and counting. And I forget if that's individually or combined, but I'm thinking it might be combined. Uh, they wrote the seminal book on orbs called The Orb Project about 10, 15 years ago. I explain all this in my ebooks. My they're short little ebooks with lots of photos. So, if you want a summary uh, there, but I thought I would talk about the orbs today because that's how a lot of this journey got started for me in the past decade. In 2011, they exploded on camera for me, digital camera, and I got them almost every night. I took pictures, and I was living in Bedford, Pennsylvania, and I remember showing my landlords and friends. My philosophy professors at Duquesne University saw one of the photos of a huge bright light orb, massive, in front of a tree, no less, and time and date stamped, as I often take them always, time and date stamped, and now I can take them every time for clients and sitters when I do my evidential mediumship readings or healing gatherings. We do orb demonstrations and spirit photography demonstrations at all the healing gatherings I do publicly. And I did my first one for the annual IANS conference in Salt Lake City this past year, the International Association of Near-Death Studies. But they exploded in 2011. They're all over the place, inside the house, outside the house, day or night, faces inside, geometric patterns, beautiful geometric patterns or sacred geometry and all different colors and they still arrive all the time humbly stated and I'm so grateful 99% of the time and I don't know why they come with me or where I go <laughs> or maybe I'm bringing them to you I don't know all of that story yet but I am continually learning and discovering and developing in my physical mediumship and mental trance channel mediumship because orb photography and orbs being around you is a type of physical mediumship. Spirit photography is a form of physical mediumship like transfiguration if you can bring that every time you go into trance or practice. And that's what's happening. So let me just read you some quick definitions and then I'll tell you who our guest is today. Fellow orb photographer and medium. I'm going to call her a medium. She probably doesn't call herself that yet, but <laughs> but since it is a type of physical mediumship, but fellow orb photographer, some of the most amazing orbs I have ever seen in any book or in any place, um, now being taken by Liz Webb in Australia, who is our guest today. And I cannot wait till you hear her talk about her orb photos. And more importantly, 
I'm going to put some pictures, if she lets me, of some of her better orb photos up on the website when I publish this podcast. But before we say hello to Liz, here are some definitions that I trust and are credible about the orbs. Mikkel Ludwith and Dr. Klaus Heinemann write, investigating, quote, investigating the phenomena of orbs would constitute a major milestone in terms of scientific insight into a multi-layered spiritual realm with physical ramifications. Orbs cast a new light on the philosophical, spiritual, scientific realization that all is one. End quote. Here's another one that I really love, and they're not wrong about that. They are right about that. In Virginia Hummel's Orbs and the Afterlife, the book, Virginia, fellow orb medium, asks Suzanne Giesman's group of trans-channel guides, Sanaya, about the orbs. And this is on my website, on the Spirit Photography page. And this is what they said. Quote, An orb is evidence of life. It carries the energy of life itself. Orbs are sentient beings, if you wish to call them beings. Coalescing energy that can form and dissolve at will for your enjoyment and for the lessons placed there by higher consciousness, but they are fully conscious and sentient themselves. How do you like that? Like the cells in your body, your cells are all conscious. They are orderly and have their own system. End quote. How beautiful is that? And that reminds me of Spinoza's philosophy and you folks who know about Spinoza's ethics or anything related, and that's what I wrote my doctorate on, you'll know why I say that. I see very, I see a lot of commonalities in a very strange spiritual way. And Spinoza wrote about the laws of nature and was trying to separate science from religion, understandably and beautifully and needed at the time in the 1600s. But I see a lot of commonalities in the definitions of Spinoza on all living things being animate and conscious and then how the orbs are also defined in that way. But here's another definition given by the trans-channel medium Elaine Thorpe in the UK from her spirit friend who she channels in direct voice, Jonathan. Quote, Most of these orbs are circular and that depicts the eternal, the limitless. So sometimes you will see little faces within those orbs. We are beings of light coming to visit you. End quote. I love that, right? That's how it always felt to me. We are beings of light coming to visit you. And we are sentient and we have our own system and our own knowledge and our own language. And we're not your family and loved ones on the other side entirely. We're just a way the orbs are just a way for your family to visit you, to say hello, for the spirit world to visit you, to say hello. They're kind of like, you know, <laughs> balls of light that are teleported or something or ty- a type of some kind of teleportation for your spirit family in the, uh, you know, on the other side, as they say. It's really just another dimension. And so to me, it's like a vehicle, a spiritual car race car (laughs) if you remember in the wizard of oz the good witch arrives in an orb think about it right and you know it's not so far-fetched to think that the other dimensions and the spirit world which we now have scientific evidence of we just don't have a paradigm shift yet quite yet but that's changing it's not too far-fetched to think about how There might be reasons for these spirit communications. There might be healing, and there is healing that can happen. I know Dr. Heinemann's wife, Gundy Heinemann, uses orb healing, spiritual orb healing, and some of her quantum healing therapy. Um, But here's another quote. Speaking of the Heinemanns, Dr. Heinemann and Mikkel Ledwith wrote, write, that, quote, it would be neither logical nor responsible at this stage to dismiss all orb phenomena as due to mechanisms such as stray reflections. They continue, the orb phenomena may turn out to be one of the most remarkable things we have met so far. 
not just for what it may be itself, but more importantly, for what light it may shed on the human race's attempt to understand itself and where it fits into the cosmos, end quote. I really like that one. And I remember talking with Bobby Gallo, ghost hunter, former magician extraordinaire, so he knows all the tricks, and he knows mediums are real, the real ones, and how to tell the difference. But I did an interview with Bobby Gallo. Hey, Bobby, you can all go listen to that. It was a really good interview. And I love this quote by him also, that's why I wanted to have him on the podcast last season. And I have this on my website also. And you can see pictures of orbs on my website on the Spirit Photography page at ChristinaRawls.com, which connects then to DrChris1111.com. Bobby writes, quote, Anyone who hasn't read The Orb Project has no business criticizing the validity of paranormal orbs, end quote. And he's right, because The Orb Project is a really scientific work on this stuff. I mean, Klaus and Mikkel did clean room experiments with no where there's no dust and you know laboratory experiments and they got orbs and I get them every time I do it at a gathering or a reading and you know every night just to sit in the beauty of it and the spirituality of it and the sublime wonder of it all so now to our guest orb photographer from Australia extraordinaire (laughs) i mean the photos are really incredible i can't wait for you all to see some of them and you can look her up on instagram too she'll tell you all about it liz webb let's welcome liz hi liz how are you hi christina i'm really well thank you how how are things good to see you too how are things in new south wales queens oh no new south wales right australia that's right new south wales australia yeah great thank you i've just been out orbing i love that we can come up with our own (laughs) phrases now orbing I think you should it's coin quite it. Common around here. Yeah, I think you should coin it, orbing. Um, so, for those who don't know who you are, uh, can you introduce yourself and your connection to orb spirits, orbs, uh, orb photography? Okay. Well, I've been a professional musician most of my life, and. I think I had discovered orbs when my parents passed and it sort of grew from there. I found them in photos. I asked friends about what they could be and had all of the normal stories like, oh, it's dust or it's it's bokeh or something. And it just was not sitting with me. I kept taking photos and then I started to communicate with the orbs. I could ask them things and they would turn up and they would move and, and they would change colour. And I thought, this is not dust. This is, this is just not what everybody's telling me it is. And then I came across you and your website and I couldn't get enough of it. It was just wonderful to be able to have some validation about what I was seeing and feeling. And I read your story and, and how you were a, a, a professor and, and you gave up your career basically to follow exactly this and um, among I other things <laughs> among yeah. other reasons but yes yeah you were at a crossroads <laughs> too but I was yeah I mean I, as I said I've been a professional musician all my life and I'd sort of come to a stage where I thought what, what am I going to do now do I really want to continue performing do I want to just record from home Nothing was really inspiring me, but the orbs inspired me. I just loved them, couldn't get enough. Every single night I was out there with the camera. I thought, this is what I want to do, but how do I do this? So then when I found your website, it was just a gift. And, uh, and the fact that you were so brave and, you, as, you know, as you said in your website, you basically quit your career and followed your heart and, and your mediumship and your uh, study of orbs full time. I thought, well, at least I can start an Instagram page. You know, <laughs> that's my tiny little step following in your footsteps. So since then, I've had this Instagram page called Amazing Orbs and I shoot orbs every single night. I post a lot. I've got thousands of photos, gigabytes of photos. Really. Yeah, yeah. And I just, 
I couldn't love it more. There's well, so much variety. They're never the same. No. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to totally get to talk about all that. And I just want to say thank you. Um, I don't think anyone's called me their inspiration before other than maybe one or two students over time. But <laughs> but I just want to say it's meant to be. It's not me, but clearly there's a, a connection to I'm, I'm glad to hear it and thank you so much and I, I'm just glad to hear that you found a way to keep moving forward doing this because exactly. they're if they're they they come with repeatability for some people some children see them now with their eyes some adults see them with their eyes we can talk about this yeah. as we go I see them in my peripheral vision when the flash goes off um, but yes. you know, I'm just excited that you're actually just doing this because, and again, we can talk about all this, your orb photos are some of the best I have ever seen. And I've been taking them for over oh. a decade and we're just going to talk about that. But yes, just in, in case people missed that detail also, you are on Instagram and you're under the title amazing orbs right? That's right. Okay. So people can find you there. So please everyone go to Instagram and look up amazing orbs. And also we'll talk about Liz is saying she might start a website and because the, and I'll put with her permission, some photos up to show people, but it's just, they're incredible. So can you talk about what started happening? You're welcome. You talk about what started happening, um, when you started taking them and what you've kind of seen and, and what, you know, Anything you'd want to talk about with that? Okay. Well, as I said, I go out every night and I do it. And and because I'm so frequent with it, um, and I do it wherever I am. I, I, I've been on holidays for weeks and taken them on beaches and, you know, in the mountains. And, and they are absolutely everywhere. There isn't a place where they're not. <laughs> and that's just wonderful. And, and also they're so so varied you know they're um they're small they're large they're colored they're they've got a sense of humor which they i do. just adore wait tell us more about that they do but tell us more about your experience with that they do have a sense well, of humor the most, recent, <laughs> the most recent one was just in my backyard i was looking for for orbs one night and there wasn't very much around there were sometimes you can see them but they're very pale so Nothing really spectacular. And so I'm sort of talking to them going, okay, well, where's the action tonight, guys? And this orb comes right up to my face, right by my ear, flashes me like big, like someone had opened a torch or a flashlight right in front of my face and up and over the roof of the house as if to say, where are we? Right here. here. <laughs> yeah. I walk all the way around the house. And, of course, I find them, and they're all partying out the front. So, okay, that's great, you know. So you, and that's just one of the tiny things they do. Right. So you're seeing them with your eyes and with the camera. Yes. That's See, with the camera, cool. I don't actually look through the viewfinder at all. I just point it up in, in the sky or in the trees or at the ocean or whatever, and as soon as the flash goes off, I can see them all straight away. So Yeah. So I, I have that are, yeah. I have that experience where I can see them in my peripheral vision when the flash goes, right? Or, you know, if I'm not yeah. looking through the camera and the flash goes off, I can see and I can often see hundreds of them, but only ten will show up on on film. So do you get that experience where you see you know, a hundred of them when the flash goes off, but then you look at the camera and there's only like 10 or one or two. Absolutely. Yep. They choose to show themselves. Yeah. They really do. They choose whether they're going to, whether they're going to show up or not. And sometimes like I used to have this really big blue one that would just dip its toes in at the top of every photo. It was so frustrating. It was just like, oh, I don't know, like a crescent of the bottom of the And that's sword, it. It, it would huge. every time. Like it knew exactly what it was doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It knew what it was doing. Yeah. <laughs> I was nearly at the stage of self-combusting with it. That's like, funny. Come on. You know, like, really? It was funny. And then finally I said, look, you know, I want to show you to the world. I want to, I want to represent you in the best way I can. I can't see you and you know that. So stop playing with me. And appear, and sure enough, next photo, bang. Great See, 
That is the, all the, in the middle of the screen, you know? That is just amazing <laughs> because that's the other part of this that sometimes I think healthy skepticism is good no matter what you do in life sure. with anybody who's doing stuff, you know, something new, but cynicism not looking at the photos, not looking at the research, assuming automatically they're dust or water or, you know, sunspots or malfunctioning camera. That is just ignorance <laughs> because they do respond to requests and they and we have repeatability. Absolutely. Some of us who take the orb photos like Virginia Hummel, Nancy Myers, Klaus and Gundy Heinemann, you know, Mikhail Ledwith, you know, some of these individuals have, and there's another, um, there's another book, uh, forgetting the names at the moment, where they, there's two mediums who kind of categorize what they think the colors mean, and I'll talk a little bit about that in a minute. But So there's a couple of orb books, a couple of orb mediums in the world, and that they come with repeatability. You know, every time, just about, that we ask, humbly stated, right, and with complete gratitude. But they come with repeatability. Absolutely. And that's why I can show people at my public demonstrations, my trans-channel demonstrations, and just, I don't like that word demonstration. It works for the spirit photography. But at the trans-channel healing gatherings I do, where, you know, read for people and stuff. But And you were saying you're also a medium, so we'll talk, we could talk about that. But it, the most amazing <coughs> thing is that they have repeatability. They can, we, you can call them in. And you can ask them to do things like go over to this side of the yard or to this side of the room, yeah. and, and they listen. They do. Yeah, they do. They really do. And you can, you can ask for guides. You can ask for, I mean, I have asked for my parents, and I've seen them so many times now. And they actually have colors that I can relate to. Like my, my mum comes as an orange orb quite frequently, and wow. my dad comes as a blue orb quite wow. frequently, and they're often together. Now, I, I have to tell you, that's that's a first that I've heard that. That's a first. Oh, yeah, really? yeah. So that's really <laughs> special. That's really great. I mean, you do get um, orbs with faces. Uh, I saw one. I was just talking yes. with you about if anyone wants to look onto the Instagram page, Amazing Orbs, and look up and see if you can find the one from June 21st, 2022. The face is striking. It's obvious. It is clearly, it's not that phenomena, the psychological phenomena where we think we're seeing faces and we're not. It is clearly a human face showing itself in an orb. And I get those uh, sometimes also. And so people can go have a look at that. Um, but it's really special to hear that your mom and dad have their own color, their own color frequency. <laughs> <laughs> they do. <laughs> very good of them <laughs> yeah how sweet is that so also, also there's um the dragon orb which i've just recently been been connecting with and um, i believe you and i don't know if you know yeah well, i have a ghidra so i believe you <laughs> <laughs> i've been asking for them to show and asking for them to show because i could feel them you know and um, finally, I got this very definite, which I, I sent you a photo of it, of nine sides, which apparently is a, a very significant dragon number in Chinese history, Chinese is, So that's what you've decided and, um, to connect that to? Because I did see that orb, yes. You got one recently that had very clearly, geometrically, nine yes. perfect sides. Yeah. And you were wondering about it. So you've connected it now intuitively to... The number nine and yes. Chinese well, dragon. Also, okay. Well, I was asking. I was asking for, for the dragon to show, and that's what showed. Oh. Huge, huge, demonstrative. It was a real answer to a request. Really. Right. And and since then, I've I've gone off and read about all these yeah. magic numbers and dragons. And so you asked for... Things that come with it. You asked for something specific particularly some kind of symbolism that had to do with dragons. And I know that's going to sound really, yeah. that's going to sound really far-fetched for people who can't even hardly accept orbs okay. are real or I spirits. They're going to, yeah, but <laughs> I believe you, um, you know, so I, I have my own three-headed dragon, but, uh, 
that's incredible that that's the way that <laughs> that's the way that they showed themselves to you then at that moment. That's really beautiful. Sure. Yeah. So and also, yeah. Sorry. You, have you seen Orb Mist? No, no. It's all yeah. Right. No. Go ahead. So go have ahead. Have you seen Orb Mist? Yeah. Well? Yeah. Because yeah. I think you, you know, like in the in the Orb Project, they talk about plasmoids or right or some word like that. But it's 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 like all these millions of little orbs joined together in a mist right. kind of formation. Yes. And I see faces and shapes in that too. Yes. So I There's get quite a few of those on my site. Yes, I get some of those. I've always gotten those too. And what's interesting to me is that since spirit photography is a type of physical mediumship and the orb spirit emanations are a type of spirit photography, orb mediums are physical mediums. I mean, that's just part of the what's how it's working. And what's interesting about that is that sure. in the physical mediumship, you'll get in seance, for example or in physical phenomena, manifestation, you know, trans-channeling kind of gatherings, you'll often see when the spirits start forming in the room in front of everyone, you'll start to see sometimes um, t different types of ectoplasm mists. And you'll also okay. get a lot of flashing lights, and you'll also get orbs in those, in those gatherings. And so... There seem it just seems to be all all connected, but of course it is. It's all connected. Yes. <laughs> the greater <laughs> <Yeah>. reality. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Well, that's interesting because that's what I'm getting outside too. I'm getting the orbs and the mist and the. So on that that's on that great. note, um, because I get them since 2007, and I talk about this in my eBooks, and I talk about it with you know in some of the podcasts, but. My mom sent me a photo and I saw my we saw my grandfather in the chair in with a big orb around his head inside the house and that's like the first time that I ever really started paying attention to stuff like that but so I get them inside the house outside the house day or night that kind of thing you tend to focus yeah. primarily on nighttime outside is that fair I do. I do. For two, yes, it is very fair. For two reasons. Um, because they use a flash and because the orbs show up so wonderfully with the flash. They I get do. These wonderful colours from them. Um, the night time is a fabulous canvas for that. Um, but also they seem to really enjoy being in nature. They do. You know, beaches and, 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 you know, like natural settings. They, they do. They're very demonstrative sometimes in those places so yeah i've noticed that also why. don't we all though love being in nature <laughs> we are nature yeah um but i've also noticed that they love the trans healing gatherings we do here with others and they love happy events they love music and just like in physical they phenomena seance you need music for seance and they respond to music you know, they respond to happy, happy emotions and gatherings. They, sure. They're used for healing in some quantum healers, like Gundy Heinemann uses them for healing. So can you yes. talk about um, the different kinds that you're seeing since the beginning? So about when did you start, just the gist, you know, taking photos like you do now, and then the different variety you're seeing? Well, in all seriousness, I haven't really done it that long because I've been doing it every single night for probably 18 months now. But before then, it was just every now and then. And, and they were always in my always in my photos. You know? So I just took it upon myself to make it a, a full-time thing. But it's so fun. You know, like they're, they're so fun to interact with. I love their sense of humour. I love that they're, they are healing. I mean, there are times when you can get um, uh, what's what's the word like cloud a cloud of them all around you, and it's like whiteout as if you're in the snow, and it was just really thick snow, but they're all orbs, and they just surround you, and the feeling is incredible. I walk away from those things completely euphoric and healed, and <laughs> it's it's something else again. It's just a it sounds like you need to, to do that for others, too. It sounds like you might be 
they might be trying to nudge you to to do some orb healing. <laughs> that would be great. I'd love that. <laughs> what other types are you getting? All tell tell folks about all the different kinds you're getting. Well, recently I'm getting some enormous ones. I got one half the size of the house the other day. It wouldn't even fit in the camera and I was a long way away. It was just huge. Um, the smaller they are, the more intense in colour they can be. I have found that. And they love rain, love rain, thunderstorms, lightning, the whole thing. And I'm out there like a crazy woman. All yeah, be careful. Just tell them to protect you. Tell them to protect you. <laughs> I do that. I do that. <laughs> But it's worth it. They, I get the best photos in the rain. Interesting. Again, and, uh, and another so another connection to physical mediumship. We need water to do what we do. We put water under our chair when I trance channel. And as we're working on um, the physical mediumship, doing readings, we drink a lot of water. So fascinating there, too, connection. But Yes. What, what, I didn't realize that. That's, yeah. That is interesting. Yeah, yeah. And even... Suzanne Giesman and uh, Helena Wanaba, the director of IONS, the Institute of Noetic Sciences, they did an interview recently and they were talking all about how they're discovering with their trance channeling how water is needed. But they've known that in the seance world for a long time. But that's it's wonderful that people are starting to realize that the water and the music help. <laughs> they do. I mean, there are times when, when there are not many orbs around, but you can kind of conjure them up by, yes. by the singing. Yes, um, by singing. Happy yes. dancing, moving around. I know, yes. I've done that, and yeah. They enjoy the show. <laughs> they just seem to enjoy the show. Right, right. So <laughs> what sure other... they tease me with that. Yeah, yeah. What other types are you getting? Um, other than the, the nine-sided one, which was new, uh, I've got lots and lots of different coloured deep colored ones um some of the comments on my instagram site fascinate me people say oh that's a 5d orb and, oh that's great i'm not sure how, right how what what that. yeah right <laughs> <laughs> but i'm not going to question that uh, um uh, you can get um orbs within orbs you know like they can right be like tiny little orbs within within the orb itself yeah yep. can be orbs overlapping which is really interesting for the sacred geometry people right and physics um, and right right yeah and also there's um i'm not sure what you call it it's almost like they're oscillating they, there's like more than one orb and they they sort of vibrate and shake and explode in this bright white light yes which is not the color they were when they first start now i'm not sure what that is but i capture it frequently in my photos it's amazing have you got that too uh, I have it. I have it in a way in which there's a series of photos, and they're you know only a few seconds apart, and you can see like the progression. So um, in one yes. of my eBooks, I think it's the first one, the technological age and the orb phenomena. I show like two photos side by side, and it's this um, amazing light that's not formed yet in the first shot and then two sec it takes over the whole photo in front of a tree it's not formed yet though it's just this brilliant light and then in the next exact yes. shot the next moment it's huge white light orb that that is as big as half the tree it's in front of the tree and you can see a thousand points of light coming off its edges yes yeah. It's like electricity, isn't it? Right. Like yeah. Little feelers come out from it. Right. Right. And it's... then there's the orbs with the holes. Right. Have you seen the orbs? With so the holes yeah, you mean you're talking about like markings? the yeah, they look like little dark markings, right? Yeah, but they're but they're repeated over several orbs, so they've got all of them have exactly the same pattern. So identity. So they have. That's an yeah. identity, right? In the orb project. Uh, Klaus Heinemann and Mikhail Ledwith have a bunch like that. They have they have uh, like entire photos where it's just a hundred like that. Yeah. Yeah, I've got those too on my site. Recently, I got some with this quite weird design. Almost, um, oh, I don't even know how we describe it. It's, it's like someone slashed out of the orb. It was like a real cutout, right? Not a circle. Right. Not, not whole. So they're starting to specific. They're starting to give you shapes and letters 
and words. I've noticed they do that yes. sometimes with me. And I think I told you, ask them to give you more letters, more words. <laughs> <laughs> and they do. They do. I they know. Do, yeah. And what about the ones that I really like because I don't get these very often and I want to talk about why that might be I've ha I have a theory about this but you get some that are bright light and they're just if they're kind of like streaks so it because they're always in motion they're always moving they're never stationary so that we capture yes. them is just amazing to begin with um but they're bright streaks but they look like a shape they're not a they're not circular. So they just have like a line or a slash or a curve and then like a staff. They just have these shapes that are not circular because they do talk about why they're circular, right? I have definitions. I've heard credible definitions for why they're circular. But you also get different shapes that are not circular. What do you think's going on there? I do. I actually have no idea. Really. <laughs> I mean, I even get... <laughs> There's no answer. I even get these things which are like long... It's like a long needle, but they've got coloured sections in them, like brightly lit coloured sections in them. I have no idea what any of this is. And lots of little lights, like little shapes. Little. I mean, we talk about skyfish. Some people talk about skyfish, which are these like all sky rods which look like an insect in right. slow motion really but it's not an insect right because there's nothing there there's nothing to see right it's um it's just something that the camera seems to catch and people have got them inside their houses and and i mean i've only really got them outside but right there's so much going on that we right just, right there is no explanation i get these bursts of light i call them energy bursts because they're not perfect circles which the orbs are usually perfect circles but i get these like energy bursts in my photos often well, both inside outside doesn't matter but um i got one recently in new mexico at a gathering a trance gathering and it was inside a, a healing um studio um resonant essentials in albuquerque and there was just this bright energy burst down next to some people in the room so on the floor kind of next to them and it was it wasn't formed it was just a just a burst of of bright 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 light um and but when we looked inside it there was a tiny little face looking up at the people <laughs> That's it's fabulous. It's so great. I don't know what else to call them because they're not circular. They're, they don't look like the no. typical orb, but it is bright, bright bursts of light just, just piercing, I think, you know, our dimension for a moment, you know, kind of. And it, we just sure. keep finding little faces, um, even in those. They're hard to see, though, because the, the, the light is so bright in those. Um, yes, but, Sometimes you can reduce the, the brightness on your, you know, in your program. Yeah, yeah. That's about all you've got. So I try, I try see. almost, I try never personally, and I don't, I, this is not anybody's critique. Everybody has their own method. I respect it. Um, but I try never to touch anything about the photo, right? Anything. Like just take the photo yeah. and put it online or take the photo and save it. Or Absolutely. For now, I do it for clients where I do readings, evidential mediumship readings for a client, and then I include personalized spirit photography, and they come for their the clients every time, my heart. Oh, so, you know, just send them the photo, time and date stamped. Just, you know, I ask the family in spirit to help with the orbs, for their family member and then just send them but <laughs> so what are some of the most like I love how right. I love how inspired you are with all this I love your bravery and courage for deciding to do it all the time I really think you should write a book and put your best photos in that book um wonderful I you know I hope that you consider writing a book <laughs> publishing some of these photos oh, thank you <laughs> um I know that uh the spirit photographer, I'm going to call her, although she's much more than that, the artist Shannon Taggart, who has a book called Seance that's recent, that's really amazing. 
she has a couple published photographs in there and I don't I don't think they're hers but where um you know the Arthur Finlay College is where a lot of mediumship is studied it's one of the more credible places in the world in England where mediumship studied I got the opportunity to study a little bit there um with them but uh, they ha- Shannon has a published photograph of Arthur Finlay's grave, and the o- it's like the only picture of his grave I've ever seen. And right there, and the reason she published it is because right there over his grave, famous photo of a beautiful bright blue orb hovering right over his grave. Oh, wonderful! Yeah, you know, and that's. I mean, it's just beautiful. I have these other stories, but first, what other things about the orbs have you, and I have other questions for you, And <laughs> but what other, what other <laughs> things about the orbs have you found that, like, that, that just are striking to you or, or really just took your breath away or, you know, what is happening with you? Well, they do that. Yeah. What's happening with you and the orbs and some of the more special photos or moments? Okay. I well, mean, your parents point in time, is uh, pretty good. The parents yep. coming is pretty good. That <laughs> worked. <laughs> Thanks, Mum and Dad. Right. Um, what happened to me at one point in time is I actually had my camera actually, I wore it out. So I had no camera to go orbing with for about two weeks. And I was going nuts just thinking Aww. I was missing out all the time. So, oh, what, what, you know, like I'm looking for a new camera, but I didn't want to didn't know what to do so anyway long story short we get a new camera and I couldn't find any orbs with this new camera not one and this went on for maybe 10 days two weeks and I'm really starting to lose it thinking oh maybe I was just kidding myself maybe that first camera that I had maybe it had some sort of a problem or an something unusual glitch yeah. or yeah maybe this whole thing is just you know dust after all <laughs> and um anyway so I'm getting quite desperate, but I'm still going out every single night. So I thought, well, if nothing else, I have to trust this, and I have to trust what I what I have been feeling, and that is that they know I'm looking for them. They know that I want to take their photo. So I'm I go out this particular night and I say, okay, guys, you need to help me here. I'm trying every single setting I can do on this new camera. The other one is just automatic. This is not, and I got one huge white orb right above my head to the point where I thought I'd actually clipped the roof. I thought, oh, that was a mistake, you know. <laughs> and I took it again and there it was again. I honestly, I could have dropped the camera and jumped in the air and cuddled it. You know, I was so excited to see it. And when I got the camera, when I uploaded the photos from the camera, it was this big, um, very, very clear white orb. And it was clearer than anything I'd ever seen before on the other camera. And this was the new camera, which was supposed to be better. And um, so I then asked it the very next night. I said, okay, I need you to come back again. And, I, and I'm ready for you this time. I know you're here. So so let's do this. And sure enough, great big full-on white orb. And so I say to it, you have a name. Please tell me your name. And when you tell me your name, can you please hit me in the head with it? Because... There's a lot going on in this head, and I won't hear you if you're subtle. So really sort of, you know, hit me in the head with your name, and and that's fine. So I go to sleep, or try to go to sleep that night, thinking about my new white orb. And you know that place between dream and sleep? Yes. Where you, you sort of the spirit world loves that, and, but you just, loves that place. Yeah. Well, it came and hit me in the head with it. Here comes this voice, whoop, straight across my face, pharaoh, like that. Pharaoh. 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 Okay, so I, I leap out of bed and I, I write down Pharaoh, F-E-R-R-O. So he's now officially my orb guide. Aww. And when I can't find orbs, I can call Pharaoh and Pharaoh turns up. Every, every time. time. Oh, my God. Every time. So I am now inspired by you. Well, I already have been because your photos are amazing. That you could create what you just called an orb guide. <laughs> I love that. I mean, we all have spirit teams and spirit guides, and our main spirit guide is our higher self that has all the other lifetimes before we reincarnated in this lifetime. But I love the idea that we could, like, say, hey, 
I want my spirit orb guide, and please show yourself in the same way every time. I actually haven't thought to do that, so I'm going to go do that. (laughs) You should do that. That's amazing. So, So Pharaoh is your buddy. Yep, he sure is. <laughs> and on nights when I can't get anybody else, he'll still turn up. He'll be say, there. Yep, we're here, we're just busy. Wow. And there are nights where they're busy too. Right, there are. To do. There, they, they, they are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so when the other orb spirits don't show up, uh, there it is, and your buddy is there saying, we're here, I'm with you, we're just busy. <laughs> yep. Yeah, basically, that's right. <laughs> um, so there are some definitions there's now uh, definitions of orbs that I trust, um, and I mentioned those in the introduction to your interview today, so people will hear those before we get started. One of the, well, they're on my website, but one of those definitions came from Susie, the, the evidential medium and former U.S. Navy commander, Suzanne Giesman, and her trans-channeling uh, team, Sanaya, and Virginia Hummel, and I know you know that name, um, the orb medium mm-hmm. Virginia Hummel, she asked Sanaya and Suzanne while she was in trance, what are the orbs? Can we get a definition? And they gave the most beautiful definition about them being sentient creatures. And then um, Elaine Thorpe in the UK was trance channeling in direct voice, her spirit guide, Jonathan. And they asked Jonathan and he said, that they're real, they're spiritual, they're just ways of our spirit families and friends on the other side in the spirit world of showing themselves. It's a, just Absolutely. another way. Yeah. Um, and that they're circular because of the concept of eternity. It's our symbol for eternity. And that's one of the reasons they're circular, which, which is what makes the ones that are not circular so fascinating also. You know, what are they the, trying to yes. say? Have you also seen there? There's some that look like cobwebs. Some of them are like strung out like pieces of cobwebs. I mean, yes, I don't know what they are. Either. Yes, and They're those are them. incredible, and because they look like nets or something, right? Like they? They're stretching yes. themselves. Now, I have only seen those in Klaus Heinemann and Mikkel Ledwith's books and pictures, and yours. I haven't seen too many of those anywhere else, and I, I just find that interesting. Um, yeah. And so, you know, what what else are you, what are you going to do with this now? Just keep taking photos <laughs> and just, you've got you've to bring them to the scientists. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to. I mean, there's all these photos that you see regularly from the, the James Webb Telescope, and, and they're not dissimilar to some of the things that I'm Right. So isn't that interesting? Yeah. Microscopic and macroscopically similar. Yeah. Yes. Liz Webb telescope, you know? Yeah. Oh, there it is. I like that too. (laughs) I'm going to, I'm going to call on you now that we're friends. I'm going to call on you and say the Liz Webb telescope, please. (laughs) I'm going to, I'll ask the orbs. I'll ask, you know what we should do? I'm, I'm just brainstorming and this just came to me and I know how to trust those snags. We should see if we could do an experiment where I'm here in the United States, in Minnesota. You're in New South Wales, in Australia. We pick the same time like we're doing right now, even though we're 16 hours apart. (laughs) We pick the same time and we see if we can ask them to give us the same exact, give us like the same exact photo or something. That would be quite the experiment. It would. In fact, I, I've almost done that with, with a friend on, on Instagram. Oh, there's yay! A, um, there's, I, I've got a good friend called Curtis Chases Ghosts on Instagram, and he has a guide called Jenny, and he had never seen Jenny. I hope you won't mind me telling the story here, but I asked for him whether Jenny would show herself to me, and as I asked, this very beautiful pale pink orb showed herself to me i asked again same pale same one i like to get it the repeatability right that's right just to make sure it's not not random right so then i i send that photo to curtis and this is this is jenny you know so and so he's taking all photos and he's in california 
And he says, send me one of your orbs. So I have this big blue, pale blue orb and I asked my big pale blue orb to go and visit Curtis in California and sure enough, turns oh up in his my photos God. and he's never seen, never <laughs> seen that before. So, it worked! So we Success! Little, <laughs> yes, we have this wonderful little community. I think that's, I think that's just what, I think that's incredible um, that, they, I mean, because that's the kind of stuff you can test. That's the kind of stuff that can be yes. verified um, and documented. Um, and that's just beautiful. That's wonderful. Well, um, I think I've seen Curtis, but tell him I said hi. <laughs> okay. I mean, you know, the more orb photographers, the better. The more people who realize. That's the other thing is I've been teaching people how to get them themselves. Um, because people usually can go back to their photos and look at their old photos and their eyes might have missed them the first time. But when you teach them how to sure. see them, they go back to their old photos and they find them in their they photos. Do. And animals see them. Yeah. Animals are often looking at them in photos. Right. That's what uh, Nancy Myers has a couple good photos with her dog look chasing orbs around the yard and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you, you can teach Great. others how to get them too because, you know, there seems to be some... And Klaus Heinemann talks about this in his book, Phenomena, uh, Code of the Grand Original Design that he wrote, which is a more systematic uh, philosophical book about his experience with the orbs and orb phenomena. But, you, you know, there's a couple of easy rules. And if you follow them, you can get you can get the orbs yourself. A flash is helpful because of the process of fluorescence. Um you know, like sure. we said, music and water are helpful, happiness, <laughs> calling them in, dancing and singing around. <laughs> um, but uh, what else have you found with this experience or what else would you like people to know about it? That they're never alone. They're, people are never alone. I mean, they're, they're always loved and they're always thought about. Um, when you lose people, when, you, when your parents, in my case, when my parents passed, I knew that, that, you know, life went on and while ever it still hurt, there's hope knowing that it's just a change of dimension, really, and these orbs are from another dimension. So, you know, it's like being in touch with um, people that love you, your ancestors, your your family, your, you know, and I don't know how far-stretched you want to go, whether it's galactic or star city. All of it. You know, how, All how of you it. want to, Yeah. <laughs> See, Many dimensions. It doesn't stop here. We're just not alone. <laughs> right. Right. I love exactly. that. I love that. That is so true. They have been such an inspiration for me and so beautiful and gave me hope. When when they it's so true. Because when they exploded for me, I first saw them around 2007, 2008, but they exploded for me right after about a year after i survived a very very horrific experience and trauma in uh, holland and uh all of a sudden in my healing process trying to get my life back on track in the united states they exploded they just got my attention and would not leave me alone and it was it really helped so much um, so I love yes, that you do. say that. Yeah. I think that that's true what you say. And I've felt that and I, I know others have felt that other clients and sitters and others who have seen them um, or for the first time when I say, look, we're going to bring them to the room tonight. We're going to ask them to come into the room tonight. They're already here anyway, but we're going to ask them to show themselves yes. on film. And then they see them right there next to them for the first time, right? Right as we say and say, please come show yourselves to us. You should see people's reaction. They're just like sublime wonder. Like that just happened. That just happened. We asked them, they came. <laughs> yes. And it's, oh, it's, it's wonderful when you can give people that hope. And it's in the most healing spaces when that happens, too, I've noticed. In, yes. in very healing space, whether it's a trance channel gathering or just, it's just very healing spaces. Nature, right? Like you said, you go into nature a lot. Um, it's so true. It, 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 you can communicate with them. They respond. 
So you can say I have a friend, Kathleen, my medium mentor, and she, her, um, you know, sadly and unfortunately, her only child, her daughter, suddenly crossed over in her 30s. And she would, and she's a medium, and she would ask her daughter, show yourself as an orb to me, or just show yourself. Please show me you're here. She would say, I think it was before she realized she was getting orbs on camera, but she would say to her daughter, because the pain was so horrendous, right? Like the pain of losing a child. Of course. And she said, show yourself, please, please show yourself to me. And there she was as an orb over her picture, hovering right next to her picture. Yeah. I mean, there it is, right? And there's so many stories and so many things we could talk about, but... um, I've noticed, I don't know if you've noticed this from your research and just things that you've, uh, you know, experienced with your photographs. And I do understand that for some people, the colors mean things. The colors of the orbs are archangels or they're this, they're that, and they can categorize them. And I get that. I get that. But I've noticed that they are specific to the photographer or medium taking the pictures so they kind of they kind of conform to what you are or what you want or what you ask for so we can't really say for example that all bright yellow orbs are archangel michael because although that may be true for you it's not true for me i've found right so have you found that they are individualized oh I, I'm strugg- I really do struggle with every orb being an angel. Um, I'm sure some of them are, but I've, I have thousands of orbs in photos that are, are brightly coloured and they, it just it makes no sense to me that they could all Correct. be named an angel. Right, you know? right. Um, I agree. Some of them are animals. Right. I mean, I've seen faces of animals in orbs, you know, like really clear rabbit photo, a really clear mouse photo. Me too. I mean, if we... Wolf. If we, I'll get a wolf <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> oh, well, that's much more fun than a mouse. No, I love, I, love the, I love it all. It's all fun. It's all fun. It's all good. You're getting dragons, so... <laughs> see, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's hard to top. <laughs> um, but if, if we all... Our energy, if we're all based basically energy when we die the energy can't die energy doesn't die i mean basic physics tells you that energy can only change form so maybe and i I don't know of course but maybe this or this old world that i see is the changed form of people or animals or guides or ancestors that have passed i mean i don't know if i'm picking up on just a whole whole bunch of people in the next dimension. You know? Right. And that would make sense. Right. Because there's so many of them. Yes. And the next dimension is apparently right here. We just don't see it. Right. It's not time. like it's spatially I above mean, us. Do. It's right. They're just, they're all right here. All the dimensions in some respect. That's right. <laughs> many of them. They're right <laughs> so here. So are we just picking up on that? Right. You know? That's what I wonder. If right. We're just picking up on that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Um, I love that, and I think there's a lot of truth to that. And I also love when you ask the spirit world to give definitions. So when you ask people like Sanaya or Jonathan through Elaine Thorpe or that kind of thing to just give us a definition, and then they do. And to me, they're like little vehicles. I don't know what other word to use. They're ways of transporting themselves. So the spirit, your you know, your mom, your dad, they're not the orb itself but they're using the orb world or the orb world is using them or they're collaborating to show themselves to you exactly Um, yeah exactly yeah because and that's why they can change um to be different things and different different colors and yeah but what i love is that you're getting signatures so you're getting the same color for the same person or the same shape for the same thing, and you can ask and test it. You're getting identifying yes. signatures. Little little like they're Absolutely. writing their name in the sky. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, I've always been into color, so I mean, and with auras as well. So, I mean, I think it's just an extension of that. They're yeah. using that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, Liz, this has been a wonderful conversation. <laughs> Um, is there anything oh, thank else? You so much. No, thank you. Is there anything else that you want people to know about the orbs? Because I really do now consider you kind of 
and I know you're going to say you're not, but you're an orb photographer. You're a physical medium because spirit photography is a type of physical mediumship, but you're an orb expert, in my opinion, on becoming one. And so what else do you want people to know about this? I just would like to not, just like to say that they, they really are always around you and there's nothing to be afraid of. They are not here to hurt you in any form. They are a support network. They love you and the chances are you've known them before either in this existence or one before it or after it. I think that's a wonderful timelines. <laughs> yeah, that's a wonderful thing to let people know. They're nothing to be afraid of. They're nothing that can harm you. No, they're definitely not. Um, nope. they're, they're beautiful, they're spiritual, they have sentience, they listen to requests, they respond, they make us laugh, they're, they bring joy and healing. I mean, I just, that's a wonderful way to let people know to just go try, get a cheap digital camera with a flash, and go try to get the orbs yourself. Time and date stamp it if you can, just ask them to appear and let us know um, if you get them. Is there, exactly. is there anything coming up for you in the future? Like, are you going to do a website or are you going to create a, a Facebook page? Because I know you're only on Instagram. Are you going to do somewhere else where people can find you if they don't use Instagram? Um, I'd like to, but I haven't got anything on the go yet. All right, so that's good. They'll let you watch for her. Watch for Liz. <laughs> watch for Liz Webb and her and orbs. <laughs> and you can reach out to me. I'll answer questions, so if you want to talk to me on on instagram feel free to ask me things so happy to do that you can instant message her she said so you can ask questions yep um yep <laughs> and do you have an email you'd like to share or no um yeah you can do that if you like uh, i'm liz.mcweb m-c-w-e-double-b at gmail.com yay thank you and thank you for being here today with Orb Magic. Orb Magic Podcast, official. Oh, you should, I'm so excited that you did the interview. Yay, Orb Magic oh. all around. It's been really wonderful, Christina. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being here too. It's been wonderful talking with you. And let's stay in touch and everybody needs to go see your photos some of the oh, best photos do. I've ever seen some of the best photos of orbs I've ever seen so everyone needs to go try to find some of those photos to look at thank and, you uh, so much I hope we get to talk again we will all right thank you that was Liz Webb fellow orbologist we think we're coining that term now. We are orbologists. <laughs> thank you, Liz, so much. And thank you, everyone, for being here at Orb Magic. You can find Liz's amazing spirit orb photos on Instagram at Amazing Orbs and hopefully in other places in the near future. Thank you again for being here today. And I look forward to the next podcast where my guest will be another spirit photographer and just artist and photographer that I think you're going to be very excited about. So look forward to that next month. And thanks again. Love is the answer. <laughs>